The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Songhezo Mapete on SAFM. SABC3 will premiere the first part of an intriguing new film, Murder in Paris, by award-winning filmmaker Enver Enver Samuel on Human Rights Day, 21 March 2021. The second chapter follows a week on, which is the day before the 33rd commemoration of her death, which is 29 March of 1988. Darcy September was an ANC representative for Luxembourg, Switzerland and France and was mysteriously assassinated in the heart of Paris on 29 March in 88. The film explores why this former school teacher from Athlone in Cape Town and principled Cader, when they still made many of them, was murdered through the investigations of veteran just investig- veteran Dutch investigative journalist Evelyn Groenink, who was doggedly tried to piece together why Dulcie was killed. Parts of those questions may be answered by the film. I want to try and get as much as possible out of Mr. Samuels, but I'm not so sure if he's going to oblige as much. Enver, good evening. Thank you for joining us. Good evening, Sangeza, and uh, thank you for the opportunity of uh, and giving us the opportunity to spread the word um, of and the name of Darcy September, uh, a, a true um, heroine of um, the apartheid struggle. As, and as you said, um, in some some ways, in some manner, has been erased from our our memory bank. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about. Why women, generally speaking, because we once had, and she's a strong advocate for the voice of women in literature, but in politics at large, we had actually one of my first guests ever on the show on 1 April 2019, Ms. Atambile Masola, talking about the erasure of women. Why is that such a tactic or two why should they do that or why is it done because it is once you unearth these names that come from Athlone, Delphi September who could easily be anybody's aunt now in this case that of Nicola these names have contributed as much and sacrificed as much as any other of the prominent names and yet it's as if they never were why is this done I think with the case of Delphi September it's almost two-pronged because we have an erasure because of of, of the, the sort of work that she was doing as the head of the ANC desk in France in terms of, you know, um, uh, poking a nose around in areas where at the time were very, very sensitive. Um, so, you know, we're talking about potential arms deals, um, potential nuclear deals um, with the with apartheid government and the, the French government at the time. So so there's almost that erasure where, you know, um, let's not go there because cause, cause she was dealing in things that that are, are, are taboo and, 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 and in some circumstances still taboo today. So I think there's that erasure. Let's let's not learn too much about what she was trying to do because there there might be things that are, are are present in today's arms deal. So let's keep that quiet. Um, but then again, uh, there's the other erasure of I think women um, figures in the in the struggle in the anti arms struggle. I mean, Darcy September. I've I've gone through a correspondence. She used to to write to. Um, 
the ANC and complain about sexism uh, in the ANC, and you know, and and um, she fought against that patriarchy that existed within the ANC. So, so she was she was um, a pathfinder in many ways, and you know, um, she was she was trying to to eradicate that way back in the in the seventies and eighties. Let, let's talk about the diplomatic aspects attached to this death. Surely it would have been well known who Delcy September is and what she was doing. I mean, they were not trying to hide the fact that this was an ANC office operating in exile. Delcy never married, didn't have children. Her life was the struggle. There's no way the French authorities or anybody else who cared to know what was happening on the continent would have missed her. Why was she not protected? Why was this death, okay, assume they made a slip-up in the protection of Dulce September, why mm-hmm. was it not given the kind of prominent attention that many other exile-based deaths did? For instance, that yeah. of Miko in this country, although not an exile yeah. death, many countries took an interest in it. And this is 1977. Eleven years on, Dulce September dies as tragically mm-hmm. as she did on foreign territory. That would have been yeah. good reason to reimagine the apartheid institution as a terrorist organization, as Dulce in one of her last interviews makes mention of, that she was not the terrorist, it was the apartheid government that was. Yes. I mean, in, in the lead-up um, to her assassination, she had, had there's this almost like a paper trail. She recorded the fact that she felt she was being followed. She recorded um, the fact that her phone was being kept. She she made mention of this, um, and and uh, it, it wasn't taken too seriously by by all accounts, and and she wasn't afforded any protection. They they even went to the French authorities to seek some protection for her, and it wasn't given. Um, so 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 she she had a premonition that something you know people were following, and it, and it wasn't her imagination. So um, I, had, I, I, I don't have those answers. Why wasn't she protected? I mean, she, she should have been protected. But at the same time, she, she did get uh, a call to, to, if she felt threatened, to, to, to recall back to London. Mm. And, and she refused. She said she's not going to desert a post. She's, she'll stay in France, in Paris, despite... The, the right wing, French right wing at, at the time, um, making it public uh, where uh, the address of the ANC office was, and and and, and you know she got a lot of uh, hate mail and and a lot of threats. So she she stood steadfast and didn't desert her post. Basically, we're taking calls in Johannesburg seven one four. 2006. The conversation is with Mr. Enver Samuel, who is the director of Murder in Paris, a two-part film that will premiere on the 21st of March. That is on Human Rights Day next week and a week thereafter, the second part thereof. Trying to rewrite into history a name that should never have been left out of history. Remember this name, Dulcie September, human rights activist par excellence who paid the ultimate sacrifice, that of her life, on 29 March 1988 in Paris because apparently she was sailing too close to the winds. After the short break, while the numbers are, or rather while the calls are coming through, we're going to have a conversation about the winds to which she was sailing too close. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. 
I'm asking a frank question of Mr. Enver Samuel to the extent that he can without giving away too much of the film and its plot and everything else, though the plot is relatively well known. Darcy September was killed and the overriding narrative is that she was way too close to the truth or knew way too much. That's why killing her was one of the aspects of why she had to go. But more importantly, even after her death, the continued project of erasing her name and legacy was mounted. Why? What did Dulcie know that Pick Puerta, as the foreign minister, together with the Groot Crocodile and that man de Klerk, didn't want known? And what has the ANC not said in the time since? So you have to put your mind into the context of the time. Um, the 80s was, was, was almost like the height of apartheid in terms of the dirty tricks campaign and, 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 and trying to hold on to, to prolong apartheid. So, and, 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 and it was within the milieu of, um, sanctions, sanctions, uh, economic and arms sanctions. So, so the apartheid government tried all the dirty tricks that one could think of to to sidestep the the sanctions, particularly the armed sanctions. Um, you know, they were fighting wars on the on the borders, Angola, uh, Zimbabwe, Mozambique. They needed weapons and they couldn't get hold of those weapons through the normal channels. So they had to to um find ways and means to involve a lot of role players, a lot of um uh, countries to sidestep the sanctions and undoubtedly Darcy September stumbled upon something and and was about to blow that open. Um, she had to be silenced at all costs. We're talking about French and arms manufacturing. We know the apartheid government was a rather a clandestine establishment altogether, for the most part discredited among human rights loving nations. The French themselves don't enjoy the strongest record on the continent. What was it then about this relationship that is all the more eerie? I'm asking this because Dulce September is said to have been coming close to unearthing something about the trade of weapons. We know 20 years later something similar was happening within the ANC, or not even 20 years later, 10 years later, with the manufacturing and oh, that thing Patricia DeLille uncovered, man. The arms deal, the arms deal. The names Talas and Tint come through. Tell us yeah. what is going on, because clearly there is a strong political undercurrent here. Yes. So um, the, 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 the uh, Talas and Tint, uh, formerly uh, CSF Thompson, the French arms company, that is the company that is on Darcy September's list. Um, that is a company that she she heard on the phone um, when when it was being capped, you know. So so the links are very eerie, as you say, um, to the present arms deal. So it's it's uh, it's an astonishing story, and it's it's a, it's astonishing how how there are potential links between the past and the present. How much support in the context of this film have you received from the Department of Trade and Industry? Because one would imagine this is something, given the fact that the government is led by the ANC, and this is largely an ANC story, as it is a South African story, how much support has the making of this film received? 
When you say Department of Trade and Industry, um, I would say absolutely zero. The, there's been, I've, I've approached the woman in the presidency, I've approached the presidency, there's been absolutely no interest in, in doing anything. Um, so, um, you know, uh, I, do, I don't know why. Why do you know. think that is? Why do you think? You might not know, but why might you spec, how, how might you speculate? Um, it's just, it's very hard to quantify. You go and you present these, these what you think are brilliant ideas and, um, and, and stories and, and you get no response, you know. Um, I don't know why. Okay, uh, give me the politically incorrect response to this question. Why do you think you're not being supported on this project? Well, I mean, indirectly I am being supported. I mean, the SABC are carrying this on, on a very significant day. Human Rights Day. Um, I, I, I did, in the end, get, get funding from agencies like the National Film and Video Foundation. But but when 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 the documentary is finished and and I, I, I approached the the woman in the presidency, the presidency, you know, not not to help me make the documentary or finish the documentary. The documentary is done through blood, sweat, and tears. But but simple thing like you know, um, let this be known. And you, you get no answers. You, get, you don't get replies. You get you get pushed away. Um, you don't get you don't get any buy-in. So so you know um, I can't answer for that. Um, you know um, you know in Dalsi's funeral um, there were there were like thirty to sixty thousand people that lined the, the streets of Paris for a funeral. I when I saw this archive footage, I, you know, is this is this a funeral for a rock star? Um, and 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 when I made the critical decision to go and film in 2018, took money from my home loan to fund that trip. I I um, there was a one week celebration of Darcy September's life in Paris. One week on the 30th anniversary of her assassination. There was absolutely nothing in South Africa. We have to engage Cordessa a little bit deeply. Let's have a conversation with. Dulcie September's niece. Good evening, Nicola Arendse. Thank you so much for joining us. Good evening, Sungeza, and good evening to your listeners. How do you feel? How do you as a niece feel? How does the family embrace the reviving of a memory that should never in the first place need reviving? I think the, the, the aspect of finally um, things are coming to the fore. We hopefully will get answers. So there's this relief. Okay, let's let's bring it all out. Um, let, let's talk about it. Hopefully, we will find answers. Um, but then there's also the other aspect of the reminder of the pain, the trauma, um, the loss, the aspect of um, you know the fact that she died so young, um, was assassinated. You know, her death was so violent, and. Thus, the loss of opportunities we as nieces and nephews had to to get to know her. I mean, she left the country. I was only three years old. Um, I hardly remember her. Um, so, one 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 lives with that. What could have been? Um, she's not here to educate us as nieces and nephews and tell us her story. So that loss is is there. Um, but I think on one hand, there's also that uh, gratefulness to people like Inver who took on the task to 
to make this documentary, to do the research, to speak to, speak to people, um, and in, in that way to honor her memory. And um, we, we, are, we are grateful also for that. Now that, now, that the, now that the family is engaging this legacy as it is, what, if anything, is important to the family around the legacy of Dulcie? For those especially in the family who knew her, the community of Athlone who knew her, the people who have probably been engaged with you from her work in the struggle, those who were with her in Paris, what is this one theme that carries that you wish the nation itself had knows and carries? I think the important thing is that she wasn't just some, uh, you know, office worker, um, somebody who worked in the, in the office of, of the ANC, you know, who did admin jobs or anything like that. She was very active. She was high up, you know, um, the, the aspect of trying to minimize uh, her role, um, you know, to almost uh, just relegate it to just maybe a footnote in, in a sense. Um, so that aspect of no, you know, she was busy with really important stuff. She was investigating something that was really, really, you know, it's, it's the kind of thing that, you know, some and I think we were like, wow, was it, you know, no, this, it, it was all about. And so it's, it's about, no, this is what she was actually doing. what she was investigating. This is the kind of thing that she wasn't um, skillless. Um, but all in line of what, all in the line, the duty to, you know, to get to the truth, um, you know, to find out what was going on and not be afraid of questions uh, and not be afraid to, to, to investigate. So for people to really know what she was about and what she was busy with. And, and at this stage, they are, they are bits and pieces as, as as that has alluded to also, but um, there's more, I think. There's plenty more to talk about in this context of the story. Let's take a short break. Mr. Enver Samuel, director, murder in Paris, filmmaker, on the line, together with Miss Nicola Ardens, a Dulcie September's niece, a strong family member who knows much about her aunt, even though she was all too young when the tragedy in Paris took place. After the break, we take a couple of calls, one in Uppington and another so far in Valcom. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105.3 FM in Uppington. Aisha, good evening. Good evening, Song Song I'd I'd like to say to your guests, well done. Firstly. And secondly, about women representation in the ANC. I see that, that, that different family members are, 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 are coming forward, but it is ad hoc. What we need, in my opinion, is we need the courage so that we can draw the thread from the beginning in the ANC, the significant role that the various women have played. Because that is what is being obliterated. Thank you. Fantastic. Much appreciated. Thanks, Aisha. Let's go to Valcom. Archie. I'm still saying once more, 
I play rugby with a mapete when I was in a Bensonville. But anyway, <laughs> you are referring to Zueletinga Kefas Mapete, who is now Reverend Zueletinga Kefas Mapete. That's the one we are talking about. He should have been now. Now we should be about 65, 70. More or less, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> and man, why I'm calling uh, Nancy Guy? At some stage, I was in France, I mean in Paris. Mm. And then now, with luck or something, I found myself um, in the offices. I've never seen her. But uh, because there was a, a, man, a, a lady official from KZN, while seven in the offices, we found ourselves in there. That it was an office with a lot of books. You, okay, we got a few books. But my question to you was, as you were entering the building, there was a I mean, blood, I mean, uh, I mean, knocks on on the floor down there. That is now from the from the front. again. Now you, you because it was all all dry, all dry. My question was, was that intentional? Why couldn't people have cleaned everything there? But now I don't know why it was that. But in fact, we were only from that. That was where the 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 the. the she was shot and all of that. This is what I wanted to know about that place. Because now, normally you would clean that place, but this one you could see it was a, a dry blood. I thank you, Songes. Thank you so much, Dad. I much appreciated. Let's take two voice notes. Good evening, uh, Songes. This is George Makosa in Port Elizabeth. Yeah, this is now a can of uh, worms being opened there. Yes, there are so many of uh, such stories, and uh, I dare say that uh, ANC, especially the corrupt group, was very, very much involved in spying within the ANC for the apartheid system. That was, that's why it was so easy to kill most of the people in exile. I thank you, George Makosa and Port Elizabeth. Uh, good evening, Mshegas and your guest. On the issue of Delta September and the erasure, it's not only her. Remember that APLA uh, guerrillas as well, we, we don't hear anything about them. There's so many struggle stalwarts that we don't hear anything about them. The only struggle stalwarts we hear about are those of the African National Congress. I mean, mm. when an NC Kader dies, they lower the flags. When a Kader of the opposition uh, uh, liberation movement dies, like the late wife of uh, 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 Robert Sobukwe, nothing happened. You know, it's just, just it didn't make the news. There was no state funeral, nothing. It is this way winner takes all type of politics that is costing us our heritage. Mm, mm, it's this winner takes all mentality that the NC went to the Codessa and went to this Kumbaya called the government of national unity with people responsible for black genocide. It's Honorable Mona Reng in Kaidich. Honorable Mona Reng touching on something which is yeah, a very sad story, how the well, the factional battles within the PAC, first of all, as well as the ANC now trying to own a narrative which was never theirs to own in the first place, playing itself out on the funeral day of Mamuzondwa Sobukwe, it, it, it really was an eyesore. Enver, how do you respond to Archie in Velcom when he narrates that story? Of course, you've 
been to the exact same building and you would have witnessed some of the things to which he makes reference. I'm asking you that question from an archival perspective and how much of that trip for you was influential in how the film itself took shape. And I'm asking the same question to an extent of you, Nicola, just hearing that story that there are people out there who know your aunt, who know your aunt and would have taken the effort to get to know her some more. Nicola, your response after Envis. Um, yes, so we went uh, to the office in 2018. So I'm, I'm sure your caller must have gone there um, you Earlier, know, yeah. l- l- long after after the assassination. So so that could be why the blood stains were still there. Um, so so, but but uh, we went there with Evelyn Hunnik, um the 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 Dutch investigative journalist that that wrote the book Incorruptible on Darcy September. And um, she was able to point out where the bullet holes were still, um, you know, and and um, so it was quite a, a sort of a visceral moment for 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 me um, to to actually see the exact spot um, where she was assassinated, and Evelyn was able to say like the the you know her, her body was laying like this uh, and that sort of thing. Um, so and, and and then with regards to the archive. Um, when you watch the documentary, you actually we were able to unearth amazing archive of Dalcy September. So it's not just photos and newspaper articles. Dalcy September will be speaking back to you in the documentary. This is beautiful. Your response finally, Nicola? Um, so I, guess I, I lost a bit because my connection, I think, was coming and going. If you could just repeat briefly what you wanted me the to do. The question was what on. Archie was saying insofar as recalling his experience of going to Paris and seeing the bloodstains of Dulcie September in the office where she worked. If you like, walking down history. How does that make you feel knowing that whilst there might have been a consistent effort to erase Dulcie September, you can't erase her in the memories of people who cared? Yeah. I'm sorry, Nicola, I'm going to have to cut you there because the line really is not working for us. But just to finalize the conversation, because we have to go there, Enver, tell us about the film, the flighting, and what you want South Africans to take out of it, and hopefully how it will grow outside the country. So let's not forget the day it's being broadcast. It's being broadcast on Human Rights Day, a very significant day for South Africans marking um, the Shafal massacre, 21st March 1960, 69 people massacred. So it's being shown on a very historic and important date. Let's remember the sacrifices that people like Dalsi September have made against the struggle against apartheid. So it will be broadcast on SABC3 at um, 7.30 p.m. on Sunday, the 21st of March. One week later, on the 28th of March, episode 2, and the significance of that is it's Edna, one day. you're going to be cut, so let me just cut okay. you in a dignified okay. manner. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah. We really have to go.